and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. It's 2022, and in this new year, there is a new way to help support the podcast and keep the show going. Buy Me A Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep blocktalk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaternow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. The universe has crowned a queen, but was it the right queen? It's time to discuss as we chat all things queen of the universe. And joining me is my WAP, my white ass panel, Amanda Plays in Scout's Honor. Oh, Hi, everyone. That's true. I did it. I mean, it, it, facts fair. are facts, America. You're not wrong. That's not fair. wrong. Um, welcome. Howdy. Well, How are you? Scout, you've been here before. Amanda, please. First timer. First time. I'm so happy to be here. I'm, it's an honor to have you. Um, there have been many um, hiccups, but you've supposed to be on the show a couple times before. Um, blame it on the other people, I'm going to say, right? We'll blame it on the others. Sure, yeah, we'll blame it on the others. Blame it on the others. Yeah, if blame it on the edit, too. My, if every one of my appearances on this show like made me like one year older, I'd be geriatric. <laughs> what if i what we're not going to go into what i if one episode made me older what? even half an episode i'd be dead probably at all my half episodes fair. together it's fair all right listeners don't forget we are doing the queen of the universe bumper drinking game drink anytime there was a queen of the universe bumper on the show i mean was that are you kidding me like, oh my god scout's on number We'll get there. We'll I'll, we'll we'll go through. It. I I'll, we'll walk you through it. Um, but guess what? We're gonna you can play the Queen of the Universe bumper game when the show's not even airing because now there's a real song. Oh my god! Available on Apple Music. How was I supposed to know it was available on Apple Music if you haven't sent it to me yet? I did, didn't I? No. I sent the other song to you. I this think this is gonna be really embarrassing. Is if no? Yeah, you Definitely only sent send... the Christmas song. Oh yeah, they're you both sent the Christmas. I'm oh, sorry, holiday holiday song. <laughs> Well, speaking of, let's let's dive into it. We're not going to talk how we feel about the episode because I have a lot of feelings. I've made it very well known where my my um, allegiance is to. So I'm very angry and I may write a very strong letter to all four of those um, pop panel diva bitches because. Whatever, they may have been the ones who voted. I don't know. I've heard some insider tea that may not be the tea. So I don't know, Oh, but um, oh. we'll get there. Grieving. But we are from our host city, London, United Kingdom. It seems there is digitally enhanced snow because if there's one thing the UK people love, it's a holiday themed TV episode. Yes, it's the grand finale and we have a song and dance number to start us off. Now, as Americans, we don't really do the holiday themed episodes as much as the Brits do. Like to the point of like, 
there are people still in mourning that there are no Doctor Who Christmas specials, that they've moved it to New Year's. Like, it's a big deal. That is so true. I didn't even think about the Doctor Who mm-hmm. thing. Huh. I haven't watched the new one yet. It came out yesterday, and I'm finally caught up with Doctor Who. Who the fuck would have <sighs> thought that would happen? I am um, so behind. Get, get into it. It's such fun. But we have the entire cast sing and dance to a little song called Every Day is a Holiday When You're a Drag Queen. Is that statement true or false? It's a lie. There it is, work. Um, but they said it with such conviction. No, it was a cute song. Yeah. Did, okay. So, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. This song, I was listening to it again, and it's pretty much a holiday version of Lucky. If you really listen to it, it's basically oh, no. the same. Is song. it written by Leland? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. He has mm-hmm. a style. Leland has a style, and Leland I is also burnt ripped out. How many songs out of Leland this year? He is burnt then, out. Oh, that we using man. stuff. I he's would rip a lot. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> he's he's stunning. I love him. Um, we're just like we do on the regular Drag Race episode. We're gonna dive through this 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 song and dance number because it was filled with a lot. There are a lot of moments we need to discuss. First up, we see Lavoie and Ronnie Kohinoor. Lavoie got the holiday theme look memo. Ronnie is wearing pink, looks incredible in her traditional Indian look, but she's like, nah, I don't, we don't do the Christmas, so screw that. Um, we then get Ada Vox. The, well, go ahead, go ahead. The second they appeared on my screen and that song started and they, they appeared, I was like, oh, it's not a live number. We're lip syncing. No, no. I see. Oh, That's what I was <laughs> thinking too. I was like, oh, what happened to, we're never lit, or no one's I was like, oh, okay, so we're lip syncing this, this, this one. <laughs> Graham, Graham hasn't told us that yet. When, once he says <laughs> it, then we don't lip sync. Um, we get Ada Vox looking like a drag queen, sounding like Miss Aretha. Mrs. Claus is out of a job. She looks fucking great. She looks great. We'll talk about her look when we get to her performance because these were recycled. Um, next up, <laughs> we we see Grad Queen and the backup dancer girls looking like they are on the set of Kitty Girl with Bibi Zaharbonet and those motherfucking sewing machines. This time they got blow dryers. That's funny. Um Greg kind of looks like this Katy Perry inspired candy cane princess with a heart in her chest, which is why I think there was a reference to Valentine's Day in her number. I don't know. That's all I can get for it. I thought she looked gorgeous. She did. This episode was like, oh. Next up, we see some of our eliminated divas. It's Novazar who got stuck outside in a blizzard (laughs) and she may have blown herself. Jujubee in red velvet looking spectacular. Betty Bitchlop in red velvet and pit hair. Matant Alex looking like a cowboy tin soldier nutcracker. And finally, Woo Woo with tape on her nips because she was popping out of that dress with that choreo. Was she? Oh, she was, she, was, she was flying through that thing. Mm-hmm. Remember Woo-Woo? <laughs> so long um, ago. Noah's eyes like was not good. I was like immediately like, you, this did not translate from whatever you thought it was going to be in your Well, Novazar did post it today on her Instagram with a normal face um i would have to much better now yeah i need to see this look how did i miss you mean you didn't follow her when she appeared on two of my digital drag shows i guess she was she in them yeah my little in any of them too was no no you weren't no my little my my little mix show and uh, my dolly show she did both of those shows 
Um, all right. Aria B. Cassadine says, I'm gender banning this holiday and you may call me Father Time because New Year's Eve is a holiday. Uh, she sounded very soulful. Yeah, she sounded good. And then finally, on the main stage, we are granted viewings of Cheyenne decked in gold, Leona as a literal beautiful ice queen, Rahina in gold like the angel you top on your tree. Um, and then they were re relegated to no choreo because their lack of moves or their looks might have been too giant. Oh, wait, that was just Jinzilla with her giant ass fucking angel wings. Lord, what was happening? How did she enter any room with those things? They literally had to make her and the cameraman do a dance on that stage so that they could I get love past that. her. I was like, was the reveal insane. of the girls behind her. Oh, I love it. Now, obviously, it cool she's rep. She's representing Australia, but she currently lives in London, so it was easier for her to transport them there. Um, but how did you still transport them? Did you walk them to the studio? Those are giant. I hope so. She and they weren't in. even like the Courtney Act, like re retractable no, wings. Those were, those were permanently out. Those were or, or the BOA ones, which were trash. <laughs> um, um, I, I, Leona Winter fully proving, continuing to prove that blue lips just don't work. They just do not, not at all. No. Wow. Um, and finally, let's say hello to our host, Graham Norton in gold, our pop diva panel with Vanessa Williams shaking and shimmering in red, Trixie Mattel doing pink because she is that bitch, Leona Lewis in a stunning sequin gown, confused as all hell how she was convinced to do a group number where she was not the focus, and Michelle Visage in a fucking red cat suit saying, I'm used to doing this shit. What did they do to Leona and to tell her this is a good idea? You want to do this? Um, probably in the contract. She couldn't say no. Was she gonna just be the only one sitting at the table? I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what she just cut silly on at the table. Like, yep, hi, I'm here. I'm not. I'm, I'm sure that's what her contract was when she was in cast, where she's like, I am the focus, it's just me on stage. Uh, she looked so I... good though. She looks I, like an actual she, angel. She looks gorgeous. Like, oh, her in gold? Yes, please. And uh, finally, um, I think when we got to our final three, their direction was Wizard of Oz walk down the runway. And literally, you see Ada trying to keep up, Greg running forward, Aria pulling her backward as she's trying to do her two-step. I'm like, you're going to make the girl fall over. <laughs> what if this was the second shot and they did make her fall over? The like, again, she's in a fucking floor length gown. She can't do what you two are doing with pants on or a skirt on. <laughs> that Showing being said, spectrum of <laughs> that being said, the song was great. I loved every minute of it. It was um, the holiday treat I didn't know I needed. I think my only thing with Arya's look is just that next to those very, very draggy looks, it just kind of immediately stood out as being like, like it looked very good on her. I loved it. But then when she was next to these two, like very over the top looks, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wish they got Amanda, to what did you change. Think? I, I wish they got to change mm -hmm. for like the opening number look. And then because uh, I feel bad for Arya, it just like, it works with her song. But didn't work. Mm -hmm. It worked. It made sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I heard the song, it was like, like oh. put them in matching somethings. You probably yeah. have a crew somewhere who could design three looks in two, three days. Yeah, and even um, Ada, I love um, her look. I just feel like the coat matches her numbers like set, but doesn't match yeah. the opening numbers aesthetic. It would. It would have worked if I think Aria was in red and white. Also. Yeah. That's oh well. Fair. Yeah. 
Well, Graham welcomes us to the grand finale of Queen of the Universe, and we give it up to our top three. Now, let's discuss the crown and the stand. They were complete leftovers from the party party fair fire sale. Um, cheap. Cheap, 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 cheap. Also, I do want the travel size, though. For my little trophy. Table. It was big. It was a lot of cheap plastic. It was cheap. Um, who designed that? Is it the same person who came up with WAP? It's clearly the budget went to the grand prize and not anywhere else. Right. Well, the theme for the grand finale is happy holidays. How appropriate. How were your holidays? They're cute. Pretty boring. Yeah. Any any holiday conquests? No. I was at home no. trying not to get COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, up up there in Painted Post, I mean, I'm sure COVID's just Painted walking Post. down the street. Oh, that's just the whole state of New York at this point. It doesn't matter where they are in the state. <laughs> All right. So tonight will be the last time the Queens will be judged on their WAP. What they're wearing, all-star attitude and performance, and any chance that the show comes back, that will be changed. Can we find a different phrase, please? It's going to, like, quickly lose its relevance. It already has! Well, yeah. This is the closest season that's aged to that song coming out. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and it was even a year after uh, the song came out that it was aired, or it was filmed. Yeah. They yeah. thought it was going to be funny. They thought it was. <laughs> and it's the same producers as Drag Race. So clearly it's uh, someone's mind didn't work this time around. They failed. It's okay. Not, not everything can be a winning formula. Now, before we dive into the episode and the performances, I have to say I was expecting one thing to happen. It did not happen. I'm not sure if I'm pleased by it or upset by it. We didn't even have a voiceover, a cameo, a video. RuPaul made no appearance on the show. Her name was there. Her name was there, but she said, I'm not showing up, bitch. Yeah, that's true. I would have did expected you... her to be something. Yeah, did I mean, she fucking filmed something for Drag Race Italia. She, mm, she didn't know she was filming it until it was happening. What's, they ambushed her for that. <laughs> uh, Why wasn't Rue there? I would have liked to see Rue. How, when was this filmed? It was filmed like after this was filmed i believe like september october yeah so it was not like filmed any time around when they filmed uk4 or no uk4 is filming now or i meant uk versus the world sorry oh no that that was that was back with uk uh uh, two or three so rupaul wasn't anywhere near the city of london england and she could not be bothered to leave her fracking ranch (laughs) So do it from the ranch. Do it outside. Raven's yeah, not there. Like pre- <laughs> That's true. Raven was being uh, was having her friends be painted on her own TV show. Anyone watch that? Anyone watch that? How's that show RuPaul going? did show up too. <laughs> right. Um, how, did anyone watch that? How's that show going? Did Crimson win yet? I don't know. I, I've just been watching what Crimson posts. I love Crimson. God, that boy is so cute. Uh, local, local girl for me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was I was so I was so upset for like the longest time. I was like, why hasn't she responded to my message about doing a podcast? What, where the what the fuck's going on? Oh, gosh, that's that. That's why. Okay, we'll see. Maybe one day she'll be on the podcast. But 
We're going to start off with the first queen. It is Grag Queen. We're going to start with her video package. She made it to the final. In Kanala, she says, they take the holidays very seriously. They dress up all the cathedrals. They have holiday shows and parades. She says that she began to sing because of the holiday season. What do the holidays make you two do? Sing. No, it didn't make me sing. It made me drink. Family time? Drinks. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I don't have anywhere to go. I mean, yeah. The seasonal depression kicks in. (laughs) My my seasonal depression starts in the fall because I don't like that time period at all. But I kind of like the winter because it's around my birthday. Listeners, my birthday's coming up. You can always um, drop me some money on Buy Me a Coffee. Or you can just buy me things. I would like things. Like, you can get me a cameo from Scarlet Harlot if you would like. Or Davina DeCampo. I have a very long list of people I'd love to have a cameo from. So you just let me know who you want. I can film. Oh my God! <laughs> what? I can film my own cameo. You could film your own cameo, or you, you can even um, pay our dear friend Amanda Pork to film a cameo. Is she on cameo? She is on cameo. Incredible. So is Vanna Do. <laughs> oh, businesswoman. And Jacqueline Hyde, and Kiki Ball Change. <laughs> and Latrice Royale so it all makes sense Um, anyway Grag Queen her look it is by Fabricio Neves hair by Lee Evangelista ho 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 Grag is coming she really does look like a pop diva with this look and honestly she did look great Um, it was slutty yet festive and she does look excellent in blonde yeah she looks really good Amanda what did you think of the look I think out of all three of the girls that's the one I would probably wear the heart was really confusing yeah I, I, for me, the like weird, like ruffly thing around, like the trim around the heart was a little strange. I would, yeah. if I would have done, I would have done like a solid, um, like trim. Burr, but, just do I, burr. Yeah, that too. Also, nice marabou. Mm, <laughs> I, I love the like stockings into like the garter, but I wish you would have either worn like a, like a regular pump or like a boot because her toes are popping out, but she's in the stockings. Also, those platforms give me anxiety. Oh my God, I can't believe she did that whole number in those. Oh my God, I was like, ooh. Yeah, what'd you think of the look? I, like, it, it, honestly, when I saw like the close-ups of her makeup, I don't think it mattered like what she had worn that night. I could not take my eyes off of her face. I was like, I don't know if she painted herself. I don't know if someone else came into this, but like whoever did this makeup needs, like someone needs to suck their dick because she looks incredible. Like she looked so like blended and just like buttery and like, uh, in a good way. Not like I forgot to set my foundation way, you know? Now let's talk about the performance. She has taken on the song from Mean Girls, Jingle Bell Rock. She has made the sexy dancers be reindeer on their knees. And I'm not like mad at that because they're sexy and should be on their knees, but choices. Um, This was stupid, campy performance. And it all started with that face she made when she was coming up that sleigh. I was like, what are you doing? It was hilarious. Uh I've taken screenshots of it. Um, as far as the vocal performance, it was mediocre. It's not a song that really does much. It, it's a safe song to sing. For me, this showcased her flaws as a vocalist, honestly, and how she really is a gimmick queen. And that is really as far as you can take it. She's not a full-on vocalist. She is a drag singer. 
Silence. Sorry, I totally like froze. Huh? No, I thought I was offending people because usually what I mean about crackling, people are offended. Um, no, Amanda, I just what did like you think? my computer. My computer froze, so I missed everything you said. Oh, that's okay. I said drag queen was mediocre. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I agree with you. Um, I think, but I kind of mentioned, like, I was talking to people about this too. I think also for someone who doesn't speak English as a first language and has an accent, a lot of these songs can be a little harder to sing or like to sound like I don't know how to explain it like you don't get the certain vowel placement the same if you're if you have an accent that's absolutely not American so I think that might also hold her back because I've listened to her sing I was looking her up today because I knew we were going to talk about this and I was looking into like her singing her own music live and stuff and she sounds so different and like yeah. so much cleaner and her notes are way better and I think it could just be the English that's part of the reason i mean why. it's very possible because when she did break into the portuguese part of uh damn that man she was excellent so that's that is that is saying something but i will debunk your english speaking issue later on in the episode but we'll get uh, to that later <laughs> um so yeah what do you think of this performance um i think that at least as far as like the drag side of the like we're looking for a drag queen that can sing it's like she's i almost on the same level as Aria at least like giving like a drag show you know like she is mm-hmm. very uh, she's very aware that like people are watching her and that she has to like over like over exaggerate over exaggerate everything she does yeah. and she's just like she I just don't think she necessarily like knows what to lean into or not lean into so she's just kind of like basically being like well when they get on their feet like whatever I'm doing that I'll just do that again yeah. So she knows like what to do with her voice to make the judges be like, oh, we love that because they've said it every other episode. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a bit of a chaotic performance in a way. Yeah, but I mean, I had fun with it. I, I thought it was cute. All right. Well, Trixie says she is giving everything she wants for a holiday performance. She is sharing her gifts. She is slaying the competition and living in the present. Woof. She says the body is so beautiful, reminds them the real reason for the season. Being a slut! Vanessa loves she exudes the sexiness and carefree attitude and that's what elevates her Leona says she excites her every time she comes on stage and she is a real artist and Michelle says adorable she loves that she made a classic her own and that is really exciting all right both of you it's time for you to decide was this performance using your WAP pitch perfect or off key I'd give it a pitch perfect I'd, I'd say it was I'd say it was pretty pitch perfect the audience 74% pitch perfect 26% off key I agree with you <clears throat> I will give her a score of an 8 because I do my rankings a little different so she got an 8 for this round which I means now out of, we have out of what? Our 10 100 oh, oh. and then right after a performance means we get our first queen of the universe bumper count so take a drink next up we have aria bide cassadine she loves the holidays her christmas would be her mom burning up breakfast and playing the temptations on the radio that has officially aged her we still don't know how old she is Uh but she is old 
The song she will be doing is a throwback to the magic moments waking up with mom. All right, her look. No designers listed. The look, as I said before, Father Time of New Year's Eve. She has pinstripes. She is sparkly. She is looking right. Love the top hat. The mug is right. But it also felt off. Scout, what would you think of the look? I think I think I agree with everything you said. I think the reason specifically for me that it felt off was because the other two people that she was in the top three with had these like very like well like Aidas is just a it takes up a lot of space because it's a big old fucking ruffly coat and then Greg's is very like patterned and everything like, like it's just they draw yeah. your attention away from her when she's with the other two. I think yeah. that's the problem with it. Amanda. Uh, I fully agree with that. Also, this was just like a little detail I noticed. Uh, the hat, um, there was, I was like, why is it so like, there's rhinestones on the top, there's rhinestones on the top of the brim, but then in the middle, there's nothing. And then I was like, why isn't there like a belt or something like kind of going around it to, you know, cause that's when you're looking at her yeah. head on, that's what you're going to see. There's this tiny little strip of rhinestones and it should have just been bigger because it's getting hidden by the brim. And it drove me nuts. Yeah, that would drive me nuts. Speaking of driving nuts, she has selected Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, my prediction is the Eliminated Queens had already picked their songs before Arya had a chance, and this is what she was stuck with. Um, She said it was because of her mom. That's like a very... That's, that is called after the show. That, that is called after um, the show, Confessional Ed. That's called Drag Queens Have Mommy Issues and probably right. actually picked that regardless of whether it was a good choice or not. Now, here's my problem. We're talking about the WAP of everything. How this looks look relates to the song? Great question. And that takes away some points for me because there was no connection between the look and the song. You never she watched really, Misfit Toys? I've not seen it in billions of years, but <laughs> she really transformed the song into something you hear on a modern Christmas album. I was here for that. She gave you a fun and fancy free performance. I was just missing the pizzazz of a drag drag show. I feel like this was an obligatory performance that she truly was like, I'm going to save my, my best for later. And well, we know what she saved for later. Amanda. Yeah. It did kind of feel like she was really putting her energy into the second performance or like she was focusing her energy on like, got to kill this next one. Let me preserve my energy. I will say out of all three, this is the song I would put in like the top of my Christmas playlist just because the end, like the energy the song itself had, but the yeah. performance was a little like held back. Yeah. Vanessa, thanks her for transforming, transforming and turn, bringing them to the seventies to get some temptations. Leona says she gives versatility. She keeps her engaged and she was having so much fun. Michelle says a pussycat wig under the hat could have stepped it up in an inch in the inch heels. Trixie shows off her heel and says she supports her, she sees her, and she loves her. I, and there's that heel. There is that heel that Trixie is wearing. Uh, Why? I, I, I mean, like listen. Held her leg up. <laughs> we have to give it to Trixie Mattel for even wearing heels under the table. Oh, I would have pulled up Birkenstocks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Like, put give me the UGG slippers. That's what I want on right now. I mean, yeah, RuPaul just, just puts on slippers. Right. Oh. Um, but Trixie wearing those heels, she's like, I have to dance. You're making me move. That's what I'm wearing. I will she say, uh, stage. that's true. Um, Michelle, when she said the pussycat wig, I was like, oh, I agree with that. The camera pans by, like kind of to the side, 
of Arya. She is wearing a wig under there because you can see no. some hair like that's yeah, not. No, her, there, there is. It like, is definitely boy, a wig. She is wearing a wig under there. But Miss Arya is like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. Respect the judges. I'm not saying anything. Oh, that's funny. Um. All right. Pitch perfect. Off key. Where are you going? I get. Yeah, pitch perfect. Vocally. Audience, 56% pitch perfect, 44% off key. They were not a fan of this using their WAP. I'm going to give it an 8.5. I think vocally she did better than um, Grad Queen did. Uh, song selection and look didn't really work, and that's where points were taken off, but it was fine. It was fine. That's all it was. It was fine. My only like thing was just when she started singing, I was like, wait, where are her backup dancers? Why didn't she get her back? She didn't want any. That. Yeah. She didn't want anyone there. Yeah, I was gonna. For me, I was gonna write down that like, oh, maybe she's saving from the second performance. No one was clearly allowed to use it for the second performance. She missed her mark there. She wanted it to be about her, and I don't think she's really the queen to take a stage on her own. Oh, this the only one who did. Yeah. Well, her performance ends, and judges have given their critique. It is time for Queen of the Universe bumper count number two. Moving on to Ada Vox. She made it to the final. She is thrilled to celebrate the holidays in the top three. Her heart is full, standing in the presence of the other two as she respects them. She tells us the song she is singing is not particularly known as a holiday song, but she thinks it captures the magic that they celebrate. She wants to have the passion of the holidays flow through the judges and the audience. Her look is by... Cadavan Creations, hair by Billy Lamore, nails by Nails for Queens, not the one in New York, the other one. <laughs> she looks stunning and spectacular, and I think it's the best she's looked all season. The red sequin gown with the white ruffle coat is drag, and the hair is pristine and just goes great with the look. Amanda, what did you think of the look? I like the look. It is funny, though, that even in like the one of the bumpers, maybe at the end, uh, She's like, this is the first time I'm showing my legs. And they're like, no, we let like blah, 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 like show them off and everything. And then this outfit, she's like completely covered up from like <laughs> yep. literally everything down. They're like, this is the best you've looked. You're completely covered up. I was like, oh, yeah. Uh. Uh, yeah also with the coat. Oh, go ahead. oh no. Uh, I really like the coat. It definitely, like I said earlier, it fits this number like it literally matched the set mm -hmm. perfectly especially with like the details on it i loved it daddy i love the look i thought she looked incredible like, all right so we're gonna move to the performance then yeah, yeah. um ada has taken pure imagination and made it into a holiday track to be fair I believe it was used in a holiday commercial in recent years so there is that maybe there's a connection i think it was for a car commercial honestly i'm not even lying um while the song and the look may not be fully connected, it's her voice that can do no wrong. Her voice is so smooth and pure, and well, in my imagination, she's the winner of all things. The backup dancers were basically white statues, and I'm quite glad there was no inter interpretive dance going on, because you easily could do an interpretive dance to this song. But I think this was a great park and bark, and I can see her opening up her concerts with this song, and then moving into a up-tempo thing. And I say this, because the fact that I can imagine a full show for her as a contestant speaks volumes of what this show is trying to do. We're not just here to find a recording artist. We're, we're here to find a drag vocalist who can put on a show. And I don't think the other two have that. And we'll discuss that when we get to Greg's second performance, why I don't think she's the right winner. Amanda, what did you think about Ada's performance? 
I agree with everything you said. She brings the vocals. She can just stand there. And like, I think Leona said it too. Like she can just stand there and just sing. And she doesn't need any like thing fancy. She doesn't need to do any fancy runs. Uh, the way she would transit, she transitioned into the last note. Like when she went up is so clean. I had a physical reaction to how amazing that was. And also with the whole, it being connected to Christmas, I think it's ABC Family always plays Charlie and the Chocolate Factory around Christmas time. So they also do a Harry Potter marathon though. So, <laughs> All right, Scotty, what, what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do here? This is not a holiday song. It is not. I'm sorry. This is, I, I, this is entirely like a category problem for me. Um, in the sense that like when she said in her intro, she was like, this song I'm singing is not necessarily like a holiday song. I literally was like, well, then don't sing it. Sing a holiday song. There's five million holiday songs. <laughs> Listen. You don't. Um, why are you... And then Pure Imagination started and I was like, ah, yes, my favorite Christmas movie. Gene Wilder and a bunch of small orange people terrorizing children. Yep, that's it. Like, what is a man who has tiny little people who do things for him like Santa and the elves. Comparison, I, no, same thing. There no. you go. No, Santa is Willy Wonka. Uh-uh. There, there, there it no. is. Conspiracy theory the is deal. done. Here's the deal. What this is, I this. <laughs> my first year living in dc i went to this uh i was at this like drag competition weekly whatever and the category was broadway and this girl sang like a like a parody of a broadway song that like was about broadway shows and then she won the night and i was like it was broadway week not parody week why are you this is not that's exactly what happened here she did not we've had this fight before it it works it works she said she sounded fucking incredible though like song-wise incredible what song would you have wanted like because i just thought of a song i would have loved for her to do for the this category oh holy night oh holy night that's what i want her to do i um i fully don't have an answer for that i just know that imagination's not what i wanted amanda what do you want to hear her sing probably like where are you christmas from the grinch oh there you go yeah (laughs) okay that key change Uh, it's like one step over Willy Wonka to the Grinch that's not that far to go and she would have sounded just as good like she was wearing a Christmas outfit in front of some fake snow that's just not a holiday song and statue people statue people people. (laughs) the classic Christmas (laughs) decoration (laughs) all right Vanessa never thought pure imagination would go into a winter wonderland but she told a story and made them captivated amazing and exquisite leona says that she can just stand there and deliver a strong rich vocal and she doesn't need trills or runs and that's a true vocalist she drew them in trixie says she mesmerized the other girls and they hate her she says it's a (laughs) holiday performance and it doesn't get more gay on the holidays than this look calling it her favorite of hers all season michelle says there's nothing in this world that can convince her that this is not her destiny this is where she belongs and what she belongs doing. This was the moment I got nervous. Yep. <laughs> Ada says she chose the song because it's one of her mom's all-time favorites. This is that hug to mom when she sees us on TV. So back to mommy issues with drag queens. What did I say? What did I say? Maybe it's American drag, drag queens, queens have uh, American drag queens have mommy issues. Well, That's a lie. There are a lot show. of drag queens. Uh, well, maybe it's maybe it's twinks. Twink drag queens have daddy issues. <laughs> There's just a lot of us. We all have our issues. issues. 
All right. <laughs> All right. Where are we going? Pitch perfect off key. Make your selection. Pitch perfect. I'm going to give Hopefully. it a pitch perfect. Because I know how you voted. Jerk Sounded off. great. Okay. The good. audience, 86% pitch perfect, 14% off key. I'm giving her a nine. Not a perfect score. You want to know why? Song selection. it wasn't a holidays. Yep. It would have gotten a 10 vocally if it was a different song. We're going to get Queen of the Universe bumper count number three here, and we're going to move into round two, where Graham reveals that the final three will sing their hearts out one more time as they have each chosen a showstopper song designed to blow them away. Are you ready for more? Always am. Always. Bring it on. Now, if you were to select a show-stopping um, song to sing or lip-sync, I'll give you the option. What would your show-stopping song be? What is your finale moment song? I had it earlier, and I can't think of it. Oh, God, what was ah! it? I knew you were going to ask this. That's why I thought of it. Oh, shit. Am I predictable? Yes. Am I a good journalist? Yes. Oh, God, what was it? Um, I have to go I would do Dope by Lady Gaga. Okay. I could not sing that. Don't You're going to lip sync it. No, so that's going to be the lip sync, Mama. Is she not? Uh-uh. That's why I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to go into rehearsal and be like, maybe let's see. No, 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 no. That's, that's a lip sync. Dope by Lady Gaga. Okay, okay. We have seen how Lady Gaga does on a show like this. Not well. It gets Ronnie it's not eliminated. Snatch game. No, the we got Ronnie is eliminated. It's what? Who? We got Ronnie Kohinoor eliminated. Because mm-hmm. she sang it terribly. Exactly. Gog is hard. Amanda, yeah. do you have an idea yet? That's why I'm lip syncing it. Uh, I'm trying to go. Uh, it's This isn't the one I was thinking of, but maybe like uh, the music video version or the Spirit Unleashed trailer version of Wildest Dream by Taylor Swift because it was a full orchestration version and I liked that a lot. It was very theatrical. Or. I'm not really a Swifty. I just like that song. Or <laughs> this one would be specifically for Michael and all the other Disney gays starting now by Brandy because it's literally just like Disney references like crazy. And it's a really good, like powerful song. And I was like, that could be fun. All right. All right. All right well, we're going to start with R.A.B. Cassidy in her video package. She has done loads of pageants, but she says it's nice to do a competition where she can be confident and just merely exist. She's in the top three as her authentic self. She had to change nothing. She has grown from the first performance feeling nerves. She lived on a stage where she didn't have to care what was going on in the audience. She had a wall up, but this experience taught her it's okay to look at the audience in the eye and feed off their energy. It's okay to hug and cry and to feel. She will give it everything she has left. We will start with her look. No designers listed. This is a pageant gown. It flares out. It makes the it makes her rise like a phoenix. The ruby and gold, a great color combination. The hair is just effortless. She looks stunning. I Scout, what do you think? Gasped when they like cut to her. I was like, oh, oh, she saved the like good, good drag yes. for the finale. Um, yes. I when she said like this show taught me to like connect with the audience. Blah, blah, blah. I was literally like, was she just in bars before, like not making eye contact with anyone? Has she just never made eye contact in her years? Honestly, of experience if, with a if you looked person? at 
If you remember the first uh, uh, video that they showed of her uh, on the first episode, I'm pretty sure she filmed that in Lips, Atlanta, which I would say yeah. you don't want to have a connection with those audiences. But I'm just like, it's so funny to me, like, to picture her doing drag for like 20 plus years and be like, I finally learned to connect with the audience. Right. <laughs> um, Amanda, what do you think of this look? Rich. I, I really don't have anything to add. I agree with everything you said yeah right, well i can't well friends we're i'm going to take you on a journey if i if you may um she is going to be taking on the musical theater with the song this is the moment from jekyll and hyde this truly is a show-stopping song and one that could be the moment it could also be a mediocre pageant performance was it missing spark yes but she created a standard park bark where you wanted her to do more. Like, do something, Charlie. I know you can. And then the key change. <laughs> the key change. Now, I'm going to assume she has performed this song millions of times, but never in this cut. And damn, how uh, fucking unfortunate was that? Literally, we cut to Leona, Michelle, and the closed captioning knowing she is off key. By the end of the song, she's just in a different song. Like, find the key aria poor girl if i were her i would have broken down sobbing that was a pageant bitch right there you could tell she has been in those moments before now listen I like, oh I, she's strong i watched i would be on the floor dead i watched <laughs> two years ago three two and a half years ago whenever it was missed america when cherry poppins fucked up her lyrics and literally started bitching herself on the stage this bitch didn't do that so good for her but oh, oh my god she was in a different song what happened amanda yeah. help me uh i don't i don't know how that happened i think she just are they like are they wearing earpieces at all does anyone know i have no idea <laughs> because i know in those earpieces sometimes it'll like give you the note uh so that's why I was like, oh, I'm surprised she couldn't find a note. But if she wasn't wearing an earpiece and just like singing it, I feel really bad for I her. I mean, this is God. proof that the, this was not a live orchestra because it, the track can't help you out. No. I, no. As soon as it started, I literally was like, I was like, Jekyll and Hyde. I was like, you have the entire catalog of music to like select from and be like, this is my showstopper number. And you picked girl you are bold <laughs> it's a pageant song it is a drag um, pageant song oh and that's I'm, like i'm sure she's won like 13 competitions with performed it. just as poor or poorly before <laughs> hey but, like, let's just be glad you didn't sing this is me oh god um I we got an entire season of that that's great <laughs> but listen there have been other times this this season where i've commented the cut is weird the cut is weird the cut was weird it did not work here and that's why I think muscle memory got the best of her because she clearly knows the song, but that cut was not in her favor because it went from nothing to whoa, and you're like, no, where are we going? It was, it was, it was terrifying. It was, it was a car crash you couldn't look away from. Huh. I looked away. <laughs> well, Michelle says the song is a very, very, very big song, and she knows where she went off. The passion was there, and they could see how badly she wanted it. She says when she came out on stage, everybody was gobsmacked, and she says she looks breathtaking. Leona says the song had pitchy moments, but she knows she is hungry for it and how much it means to her. 
Trixie says she did that thing she loves that singers Avanessa Williams does, where they do use their consonants in the lyrics to move the song along. She says it's a singing competition, but it's also an acting competition. And when she's up there, she just believes her. Vanessa's like, yes, it's called diction. She says she has a great career ahead of her. No matter what what happens, she will see her on Broadway. Amanda, pitch perfect off key. I mean, it was objectively <laughs> okay. <laughs> the closed captions told us. Uh, oh. Scotty, Scotty, what happened? Pitch perfect well, okay. Uh, yeah, no, I, I can't help but agree with the, the, the captions. The audience was a little more generous. They went 44% pitch perfect, 56% off key. I can only see her. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give her a 6.5. I... That's generous, generous, right? It's generous. <laughs> um, it's now time for Queen of the Universe bumper count number four. She Moving on. <laughs> right. Um, Ada Box. She says this has been an incredible journey and she's amongst the best of the best of people that do what they do. She reveals that she was at a point where she didn't know if she wanted to continue to try to sing because everything was a failure. The competition came at a time when she needed it. She says this opportunity came around and made her think everything can turn around and be good. She is at a point where she can finally feel like she can throw the past aside and move forward. She is proud of what she has done. Bitch, she did it. She has learned that she has to let it go and experiment more without being afraid. She will look back and everything she struggled with was worth it. Her look is by Lucy and Donna, hair by Billy Lamore. I mean, she radiates. Like, this is a beautiful finale look. It's simple, subdued, and yet has a presence. I love her hair being slightly down and yet still giving you that drag height. Um, this is good for her. Scout, what'd you think? No, I agree. I think that was exactly like, it was right there. It was perfect. It was when it needed to be. Amanda? Yeah. Uh, I only, I was a huge fan of the, like white thing coming off of the top of the dress. I uh-huh. thought when she took okay. it off, it looked so much better. That was wait, that was my yeah no. What was that doily? I it looked like it wasn't um, even in the back. Yeah. I don't know what she was trying to go for for that, but like when she was walking in the like video and she's walking through that hallway without it looked so great. I loved the like neckline of it. I loved everything. And then it just I hated I hated that. Yeah. Dan's doing Open Arms by Journey. Not the song I expected, but the song we deserve. It was pure and absolutely beautiful. This is how you, no pun intended, end your journey. If she went last, I think perhaps a different outcome was imminent. Scout? Yeah, I think that this was after hearing her number and, well, I mean, after hearing Ada's number, I knew that I knew who the top two was going to be, um, barring any other major <laughs> issues. But um, I think between the two of them, it was like, I don't know how I, in the moment, as an audience member, would have been able to like pick between them because I think like Ada's voice is just so like, there's, I've like, I don't think I've ever had like any issues ever like with her voice. And yeah. it's just, she's so, it's crazy the way like control she has over it and the things she does with it. Um, and this was like a very good like wrap up of like to like take journey and kind of like not only make it your own but make it your own in a way that I'm like you sound fucking incredible and I would listen to this day in and day out it was like 
Yeah, no. The performance was just. Ugh. And Ugh. I agree with every the like control she has with her voice. The she doesn't need to do anything fancy to like bring like to catch everyone's attention. Uh I agree with you. It was definitely the order that really like kind of probably swayed the voting, but also like these editors are known to pull shenanigans where they after like post-production will change the order of things. Mm -hmm. I'm curious if this was the actual order it was filmed in or if they, you know, swayed it for the She gets a standing ovation. I think it's like her fourth one in five songs, six songs. Michelle says she sang a song that is so well known and made it Ada's. She says it was fantastic. Leona says she loves hearing her sing and hopes she keeps blessing them with her voice. Vanessa says she stepped it up again and again and again, and they are happy to witness such a talent. Trixie says she's been doing drag 15 years and watching her, she admires her so much. She's beautiful and talented. We watch drag for the sequins and the perfume and the nails, but we really watch it for someone who may not belong for before doing something they belong doing. This is for her. She can make her own quarter million dollars with that voice. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. That, that's the critique. Graham asks her what the win would mean to her. She says that she is finally stepping into her destiny. She's done this since she could speak, and she loved to walk away with the travel-sized version of the trophy. She's got comedy, too. All right, where are you going? Pitch Perfect or Off Key? Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. The audience. 96% Pitch Perfect, 4% Off Key. And I'm calling out that one motherfucking bitch who did go Off Key. Miss Amanda Pork. Not Amanda. Oh. (laughs) Um, Amanda Pork, I've called you out many times for going wrong on this podcast. (laughs) <laughs> i mean amanda pork is also the one who when kiki ball changed tweeted my drag name she was like we don't need another amanda so uh, i already have issues <laughs> not fighting not fighting amandas oh, oh 15 000 amandas um listen my score is it's a 10 it, it's a 10 it's the best it's her best performance this week one which was also a 10 it was great the only thing I'll say is that after this number, when she went two for two on critiques of this is your destiny and you're going to make your own quarter of a million dollars, I was like, I know who's winning and it's not yep. her. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it. We're, <laughs> we're going like, to get to it. Don't worry. Don't worry. We got Queen of the Universe. Before Greg's number. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Greg. Um, in her video package, she says, for a Brazilian person, it would be impossible to be in a show like Drag Race as they don't have this platform to perform in Brazil. Yeah. Gay people in Brazil don't dream. She had no hopes in herself. Being there, she feels like maybe something can be happen, could happen. She never loves herself as she loves herself now. She's going to do this for her. She started the journey lacking in confidence and she's leaving so happy. She felt at home. She is grateful to be an artist and wants to connect with us. Okay. Look by Fabricio Neves, hair by Lee Evangelista. She's in black latex and i have to say after last week this is not what i would have wanted to see her in because it's a different version of the same fucking look um she looked fine but it was not a showstopper whatsoever amanda what did you think i agree with you um also wasn't a huge fan of the hair Mm -hmm. i don't know what it was but i will say out of all the girls when they went backstage 
her lace was you couldn't see it where I noticed in this episode there was a lot of visible lace hers was I was like where I was like looking at my phone like where is it uh her face can't go wrong beautiful face but yeah I agree it's unfortunate yeah that I'm she on the other end of that. When but... she walked out, I was like, oh, she looks like a winner. I was like, she looks good. This is like, and I understand. I know exactly what you mean when you say it's like the exact same kind of thing that she wore the week before. But I think like, I'm, I think again, I've already said it once tonight, but that face that she had on, she could have worn literally anything. And I would be sitting here being like, she's gorgeous. She's stunning. She's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved it. Oh. She had selected Rise Up by Andre Day. And I don't know if the song choice was right, but I think it was a brave and bold choice. She did her gimmicks vocally, and I just don't know if that's what this song calls for. Her higher register was all she needed, but because her lower register is not as smooth and confident, she had to do the silliness, and it takes you out of what this song is supposed to be about. The key change was not powerful. It was just there. This performance was not, for me, a show-stopping winning performance because what it has proven to me is if you're going to go see a concert by Grad Queen, you are going to get 12 numbers back to back with a different sound effect thrown in every single time. That's not a good vocalist to me. It is a good drag performer, but she is not giving you what a, what this show is supposed to be giving you. Queen of the Universe, this is a singing competition, then give me the singer to win. Do not give me the, the, the gimmick. That's where I stand on this performance. Amanda, you go. Uh. I, I, oh my god, sorry. I, where's six? Uh, there was a, I was like looking at like what are some alternative songs she could have sang? And I was like, let's see some, uh, like I was like listening to like a lot of like Brazilian like ballad songs because obviously sure. she wanted to do a ballad. I'm not even going to try and say the name, but uh, I found some like really good ones. There's this, uh, singer. I think it's Marila Men Mendo Men. I can't say the last name. I'll send you the song. Um, but it's that one is like it doesn't have any like crazy key changes. It would if she like needed to like play with the key a little bit to make it fit her, you know, range. I think it would have been a great song for her. I just I agree with you. I don't think this was the right song. I also personally have issues with the song because it's. I can't stand the song because it's my ex's favorite song and I just heard it <laughs> constantly. Uh, it also starting to feel like it's turning this song specifically, even in other singing competitions is starting to turn into the, like a moment like this. I would have like, preferred her singing that. Fair. In front of Leona Lewis, who stole it from uh, Kelly Clarkson. Uh, Scout. I feel like um, you're going to disagree with me on this one. I am. I'm, but that's all because I'm also on the other side of the like. I think it's like I understand that this is like a drag queen and a singer, and I have no problems with it being more like draggy or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I kind of agree with you in the sense of like when she did do the like vocal, I was kind of like, I know you can do that, just like focus on the song kind of thing, but. When she did, like, when she got to the front of the stage there and, like, hit that, like, really, like, gravelly, like, I was, like, you could feel the emotion in that, regardless of, like, how necessarily vocally good it was. I was, like, oh, this bitch wants. 
Because <laughs> Pitch is like yeah. here for it. I'm like, I'm convinced I'm here for it. So, um, but I, I think vocally, like specifically just vocally, I think it's a song that like, it's easy to rely on the song itself to be like the showstopper and not necessarily you being the one who's stopping the show, but like singing a song that is stopping the show. I feel like there's like a yeah. big difference. I agree. All right. Well, the judges, um, the judges stood up in the middle of the song, not because it was a show-stopping winning performance. They did it because they haven't heard her do it in a competition. She has not done the ballad in the competition quite yet. So they're shocked by this performance. Um, she, what I will say, what, I was gonna, what I'm going to say is she knew how to beat the system. She saved the best for last. So good for you. Leona says she fucking loved it. She says the song is so hard to sing and she sang from her soul and felt everything she was singing about. Vanessa says she is the Cinderella story of the show and her life is going to change. Trixie says in drag, they look for people to do things that none of them can do. And she really could do things none of them have done. Michelle says she is a superstar and wish she could see herself through her eyes to see how amazing she is. She has the ability that she can be everything she can be. Graham's going to say, what would it mean to win? She says in her country, she'll become a millionaire. Funny. She's done the conversion. Uh-huh. She pulled, a, she pulled the internet out real quick. She's like, holy shit. All right. Pitch Perfect off key. Where are you going? I'm getting a Pitch Perfect. <laughs> uh, like I said, when I was talking to you about this, I was like, I wish there was a third option. Because, like, it wasn't off key, but it also... I guess I'd say pitch perfect because she still, she did it. There wasn't like a crazy, like, you know, mishap. Right. I'm so the audience was 81% pitch perfect. 19% off game. I'm giving her a nine. Oh, I, that's more generous than I thought you were going to be. I know. That's what I was thinking too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, backstage Kiki. Aria and uh, Ada note that this was the last performance. Aria is excited for whatever the future will bring. Greg comes back and she has no language for this. She wished everybody could have this feeling once in their life. Now it's time to see what's going to happen. Aria did everything she came to do. She did. She says that it feels like an accomplishment. They hug for one last time. What did you think of these cute little uh, family moments between the queens? I wanted more of them all season. Yeah. There's just like they were so few and far between. Almost, I agree. I it like was like the last thing ended a minute, and they were like, "All right, we got a few minutes to fill every episode." All right. Well, I have to reveal my results for the power ranking. So, listeners, if you listen to the begin from the beginning, I was giving everyone a score from one to ten, and with this. In third place for me overall was Aria, who left with a 50.5 total. Grad Queen in second with a 52.5. And Ada Vox at 57. How, how, do, how do you think I fared? Did I do pretty well? Vocally, yeah, I think. like Ada was like clear far and away every week, like the voice I was waiting to hear and the voice I like walked away, like being like, I'm glad I heard that. <laughs> listen, listen, if this show was Queen, called Queen of the Universe, then give it to the Empress of the Galaxy. Novazar should have won. Oh, on that note. Amanda, do, do, you, do you think my, my rankings were valid? I agree. I think they're really valid. Um, 
yeah, I totally agree with that. So overall rankings, you want to hear them just for shits and giggles, how it ended up being because yeah. obviously the people who were eliminated first lose their score points and they're going to be lower, but it went from Ada box, R.E.B. Cassidyme, Grad Queen, Ronnie Kohenor, Lavoie, Leona Winter, Rohina Voce, Jinzilla, Matant Alex, Betty Bishlap, Cheyenne Valentino, Novazar, Woo Woo, and UK versus the world winner, Jujubee. She was so bad. That's not a spoiler. I know jack shit. I'm just making a joke there. Trying to uh, give Jujubee something to live for. Oh, she's she does deserve something to win. I don't even think she's. This feels like one of those things where in like four years you're gonna ask her about it and she's gonna be like, "Oh fuck, yeah, I did that." I'm convinced this was blackmail. This I'm convinced someone's like, "You need to do this, or we are going to expose you." They probably just called her in for one of her 17 season contracts. Or or that's the joke I made. I was like, "She's on uh, UK versus the world. The winning prize packages and money. You have to be on another show." Spotter Queen of the Universe. <laughs> I can't remember who it was. It was either like Austi or Allegra who I was talking to about this. And they were like, I wonder if like Trixie like told her ahead of time, like, hey, there's going to be a big elimination in the beginning. So she just didn't put in the energy because she was like, nah. Yeah. She was like, I'm just here because you need. I'm just, I'm vibing. Someone can recognize. <laughs> All right. So based on the audience scoreboard, I t- t- took both performances and average out their percentages third place they have reb castadine with 50 percent second place grad queen 77.5 percent ada box 91 percent so that's who they said based on this episode that's how it should have been but it's time for the drag loving audience to vote as we flash back to the final performances by our top three in alphabetical order the queen finishing in third place is reb castadine I mean, she did it. She knew what happened. We all know what happened. You can't rewrite that one. The, the facts are facts. America. Also, once again, being the only one not wearing the same something that looks like the other two outfits. Right. Like I was like, oh, she was dressed differently both times. The winner of Queen of the Universe. I demand a recount. It's Grad Queen. Fuck the British voting audience. Y'all are still pissed we beat you in a fucking war. That's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. (laughs) We threw your tea in the fucking water and you're pissed. 18th century antics. Grad Uh, says the title of Queen of the Universe is Queen of the Universe and our universe is so messed up. She says they have to teach our kids to have hope. The girls are her sisters. They don't have to be bitchy or offensive. It's time to be empathetic and take care of ourselves. And this was the moment I was like, duh, you can't crown an American in this fucking pageant because what do the Americans stand for? Nothing. Grand Queen has a platform to stand for. Of course you're going to give it to the Queen from Brazil who can't even be gay there. Come on. But also, like, you're gonna crown the girl from Brazil because you can, you know, you can crown an American at least two more times in the next. Then you season. don't put Ada Vox on season one. Well, they did. They put Blair St. Clair in. That's what you yeah. gotta do. It, one more time for runner-up Ada Vox. Uh, her prize, though, is being helped off the stage down the stairs by my boyfriend uh, Charlie Goddard. Um, that boy is the fucking hottest dancer. Give me more of him. Oh, you can see more of him on The Masked Singer UK as he is one of the backup dancers for that show too. Guess who's watching that? Is it you? Oh yeah. 
Um, <laughs> oh, he's so cute. And finally, Grad Queen gets her victory performance. It's not a moment like this. No, 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 no. It is a song called Queen of the Universe. And no, no, it's she not just song. a song called Queen of the Universe. It is the fucking theme song. She's saying the theme song. Like I actually cackled. I lived. I was like, damn. So with that, listeners, you get an extra uh, bumper count. You get eight here because she's saying it. (laughs) I can't. I just, Uh, I, I, I can't. I like love the idea of like Kelly Clarkson at the end of American Idol, just like singing the American Idol, just like those yeah. random like, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Uh, just like whoever wins the voice. This is the voice. Yeah, that's what that's that's what that's the winners should be doing now. Well, they couldn't it get was another so song out of Leland. I right? Did, do we wait? Did Leland write the theme song? I don't know. Oh, like, let's I, see. That's my guess. Oh my god, we got to find out. Um, could you imagine <laughs> the winner of Drag Race had to sing? The theme song to Drag Race. In Simone's voice. And this Honestly. is the next season that they replaced yes. it with the previous season. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Well, I got some burning questions for you. Are you ready? Hit me. Now, obviously, we are told by our host who we are supposed to trust that it was the studio audience, the drag loving studio audience that made the decision here. If. The pop diva panel had to say, how do you think they would have voted and who would they have crowned? Then at one point, Vanessa literally said, if it was up to us, they'd, uh, you'd, you'd be walking out. Like at one point, Vanessa literally told her, like. Now, listen, here's, here's my dilemma here. I watch a lot of these reality television shows. We mm-hmm. watch these singing competitions that are voted on live. Why are we allowing a bunch of people in a room in England decide who wins Queen of the Universe? Why did the judges not get to decide this? Fine, give give them um, the vote for the top three. Let Arya be gone, and then the judges should have decided on the who the winner of the top two was. I find this real bullshit, and that's why I made the jokes about uh, UK people hating the Americans. Because why else would they vote this way? You can't tell me sitting in that room you were not transported by Ada Vox. But also, like, what would they have done if, like, Lavoie had made it to the end? You know? Like, how would they have handled that? But it doesn't matter because the judges had the votes. They decided basically everything. I know. Why was this not the case? Like, I'm I'm going to make it political for a second. Why is every vote in this country majority rules except for president? Tell me why. This Ah! is the same thing. We're going deep. We're going the deep. The biggest vote place. in the competition is not left up to the judges. Explain yeah. it to me. Deep or was it left place. up to the judges and they didn't want to get the fall for it? Hmm. Yeah. I, honestly, like they're kind of pulling the like all stars RuPaul. I don't want to pick the who gets eliminated. I don't want to get all the shit on Twitter. It's up to y'all. <laughs> it just, it really doesn't sit well because I think this show's incredible. I just don't understand this decision. I do. Did they film all three of them winning or two of them winning? Because from what I am no told, way they filmed an Aria crowning. No, uh, Aria was limited. From what I was told, and I think based on Ada's reaction, because I think she would have had an emotional breakdown. I would have too if she lost and yeah. was the only loser. I believe they did film two endings. 
Um, and I believe that is why she was pushing as hard as she was on social media. But again, the difference is I understand the, the, where we are with technology and social media apps and everything. Grad Queen, we knew from episode one, was an over million TikTok star. They flooded everything. Of course, if you're basing it on that, which we know RuPaul does not do sometimes, we know because those things get eliminated, Davina DeCampo, um, that it is taken into consideration. But I was watching those numbers. There was not a chance in hell any of the, like Ada and Arya combined didn't even get close yeah. to where Greg was getting the numbers, but she just has that pull in a different, in yeah. a different setting. And it's just such a totally different culture, like Brazilian queer online culture. Right. Oh, it's, I mean, there's, there's so a reason why they, they all swarm the drag queens and say, come Which to Brazil. Which is why I understand. Now, here's what I want to now pose in my next question. Will there be a season two? I think that $250,000 is a lot of money to put up for like a first season without like having a pretty good idea that you're going to do it again. I feel like, I guess it just depends on what Paramount Plus is and like CBS in general's like vision is, but it seems like they're BBC. fine with doing. Yeah. Was it aired on BBC? Um, it was aired within BBC um, like studios and all that stuff. Oh, Okay. Interest. So I wonder where that money came from then, because they couldn't do sponsored stuff. Did RuPaul so, from her podcast? Oh no, because it, it is produced by World of Wonder and RuPaul. Um, so that's yeah. where the money did come from. Frack, frack, frack. Um, I will say I think there will be a second season, but I think it having Greg as your first winner is very problematic. And I say this in relation to, and you're gonna get mad at me, in relation to Survivor, there is a big thing where the watching the season. Everyone in America wanted Kelly Wigglesworth to win, but Richard Hatch won. If Kelly won, it would have been a very stale show and Survivor would not have succeeded. I feel like this is the opposite of this. If Ada wins, any vocalist who's a pure great vocalist is able to perform and do well on the show. With Greg winning, you're basically saying to a mediocre vocalist, you can do tricks and gimmicks and do just as well. But I mean... They have to get through how many episodes they have to get through like act like she still got through judges and but stuff. if you have a personality like... if you got a personality like rag you can do very well like i would f- fear for someone like laguna being in the final two yeah. and getting beat out like this again that would be devastating because someone like laguna deserves to win the show but if you're up against a performer like rag it's not going to happen especially if we want to put um cultural climate climate and and politics into it because then no american's ever going to win this show (laughs) so that's my biggest fear with this kind of format um this should be like eurovision it should be live and maybe in the future it will be more of a live setting but it should be live where the universe is getting to vote in real time and we see or, or set it up like eurovision where you have um, voters from your country decide where you're putting your votes and mm. you can't vote for your own country. Do it that kind of way. They said they told us it was going to be like Eurovision. Make it Eurovision. Now with that, like that, if with Eurovision, they always go to the next season is um, set in the host country, uh, the winning host country. Uh, does that mean the next season is going to be in Brazil? That would be wild. <laughs> I don't think so. Could you imagine the, the Pop Diva panel and Graham Norton in Brazil? No. I can't. 
Oh my god. That it's would just, be really funny. It would be hilarious. But I didn't know I was so passionate about the result and the outcome and the show. But it's because I think it was, if not, the best first season singing competition in reality TV show history. Like it almost made all the flaws of American Idol come here and be fixed. It almost did it. Almost. But I'm 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 upset because you you could see how much Ada Vox needed this win. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she'll do fine, but I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, they spent like a lot of time this season, like focusing on that too, and I was like, oh yeah. (laughs) It is really interesting though with Ada because I was like right when after the first episode aired, she was doing like an Ask Me Anything on Instagram, and she like was talking about how Ada came to be because as a boy she was told she'll never book work. Like she was yep. never cast in, like they never got anything. And then she was like, okay, I'll start doing drag. So it was always, I'm a singer first, drag queen second. And I wonder if that's part of the reason why like the producers were like, she's not really a, like she's a singer first drag queen, like kind of lower. And they're like, drag queen. Hence like, if it's yeah. even in her name, I'm a drag queen who also sings. Yeah, I mean, listen, there, is, there are a lot of conspiracy theories we can come up with on this. Um, and uh, again, maybe if it was a live vote where the audience really did get to vote and we we all got a chance, maybe Greg Coon would have won anyway. But I just really don't know how I feel leaving it up to a room of people who, if it's like how they do things in America, who signed up for a taping because they either got paid to do it or because they wanted to do yeah. it because they love drag. That's, that's my biggest issue. And um, it makes me sad. It really makes me sad because I think this season would have been perfect with had the judges been the final decision making. At least I can send them angry letters and be like, you got it wrong. <laughs> I don't know who's in that audience besides Blue Hydrangea that one week. That one week. That was so funny. So uh. random. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts to wrap up this episode? I hope for mm. the second season. Yeah, yeah. I hope Anyone you want to see wins. on the second season? Myself, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, I'll listen. If Greg Queen, Queen can win, you could win too. Honestly. Oh, I'm uh. Oh gosh. I next season I would love to see you know like Laguna, but if the format is changed with the voting and the audience itself doesn't vote unless it's like a Eurovision, like there's a representative from every country. Cause I really like that idea a lot actually. Um, and I think there wouldn't be a, you know, hometown advantage cause you can't vote for your country. Right. Um, but I hope Ada wins queen of the universe all-stars. Absolutely. <laughs> Listen, I, I said it before. I think Laguna would be excellent on this kind of show. I mean, I don't know how they would, Judge her, but I'd love to hear how Jasmine Rice LaBeija does. But I, as I said, Greg winning opens the door for a lot of other queens. Put suddenly Seymour on that stage. Let's see her do her campy silliness and let's see what a real drag artist does. That's where I stand. Where can we find you both on social media, Venmo, and any upcoming projects? Uh, my Instagram and my Venmo are at Scout Sonner. Um, 
No periods, no nothing, just Scott Sonic. And you can find me on Instagram at amandaplease.nyc because Amanda Please was unfortunately taken. Um, there is currently, at time of recording, not much on the Instagram <laughs> because I am a baby queen, but there is stuff coming soon. So follow and you'll see it happening. I'm here for it. Well, thank you for being here and listening to me rant and be upset about Adabox losing. Because <laughs> listen, listen, the, the World of Wonder, RuPaul, your, your franchise has fucked it up two shows in a row <laughs> between Drag Race Italia and fucking Queen of the Universe. You got the winners uh, wrong. Yikes. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. The biggest thanks to Amanda and Scott for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. <laughs>